Welcome to another episode of the Clean Simple Free Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Fox. Today's episode is part three, the third and final part in the spring cleaning series, and we're going to focus on organizing your bedroom, organizing your laundry room, your linen closets, and other areas of the home as well. Stay tuned and stick around. All right, so we've discussed decluttering the kitchen, cleaning out your bathroom, and now we get to the bedroom, which I think is one of the most important parts of the home, and for me, the most time-consuming area of the home to clean out. So basically, you're going to have four different categories in this room. Mostly, it's going to be clothing. It'll be decor, like knickknacks, books, throw pillows, things like that. It'll be linens like blankets, bed sheets, and bedspreads. And if you're going through your kids' rooms, it's going to be filled with toys. So it's important to look through these four categories and see what you can downscale. For your clothing, I would suggest listening to episode 42 and 43 for an in-depth look at cleaning out your closet. I released two episodes that go into great detail, but a couple of tips to help you are make sure that you wear things that you feel confident in. From your loungewear, to your gym clothes, your pajamas, and yes, even socks, bras, and underwear, make sure that everything you're wearing makes you feel confident and makes you feel good about yourself. Especially during the pandemic, when the vast majority of us are still using our loungewear quite a bit, it's important that you feel just as good when you're lounging around the house as you do when you dress up to go out. Another suggestion would be to find which method of organization works best for you. There are so many different tips and tricks for figuring out which clothes you don't wear as often. The easiest thing that I can think of is going into the back of your closet. The clothes that you hang up towards the front of your closet are going to be the things that were just worn and just placed back into the closet. So if you go to the back and see if there's anything you can edit out, that's a pretty quick way to do that. But listen to those episodes 42 and 43 to get some more tips. I'm going to touch on these categories of bedroom clutter pretty quickly because I feel like I've made a lot of episodes dedicated to bedroom and closet clutter, and I'd like to get to other areas of the home in this episode. When evaluating your bedroom clutter, you should ask yourself, what is not worth the upkeep? For example, if you had a vase with dried flowers in it that was constantly shedding or constantly collecting dust and it was hard to maintain, that's something that's not only adding visual clutter, but it's something that's also adding additional cleaning time and additional upkeep. So if it's not worth it to take care of it, then get rid of it. And speaking of visual clutter, if there's a spot that your eyes travel to in your room and it instantly looks cluttery to you, try and pinpoint what exactly makes it look and feel that way. For example, if your eyes happen to wander over to your desk, maybe you have too many visible cords. If your shelf on your wall looks too cluttered and crowded, maybe you have too many small knickknacks. Ask yourself these pinpointed questions, and you can also take things off of your shelf or off of your desk and put them back on. The cords, that's a little bit more difficult to do, but take things off and remove them from the space as you're clearing things and dusting and cleaning and then put them back and ask yourself if this arrangement looks better. Whatever you can get rid of, get rid of it. If it's something that has sentimental, meaningful value to you, but you don't want it displayed, you can move it to a keepsake or memento box. I am a firm believer in keeping what you love and what makes you happy, but not everything needs to be displayed. So if something is better placed out of sight, 
that's okay. You can take it out and look at it when you're feeling sentimental. When sorting through your linens, it's important to keep extra blankets for when it gets cold or when you have guests over, and of course we need an extra set or two of sheets. But if you have 10 or 12 extra blankets, see if you really need to keep those. Does it really get that cold? Do you really have company over that often? You can even evaluate things that I've seen in linen closets like beach towels for people who don't live near the beach. How many do you really need to keep on hand? Edit that down to the perfect number for you and donate the rest to charity. For evaluating kids' rooms, try and get your kids involved in the process if they're old enough to make their own decisions about which toys they like and which toys they've grown tired of. You can also get rid of any books that they've advanced past the reading level, and I'm basically basing this experience off of what I see my niece and nephew have in their rooms since I don't have kids, so I can't provide much more insight. However, getting your kids involved in the process was really helpful for me. That's what my mom did for me at a young age, and it taught me a valuable skill while decluttering the clutter. So go through with your children, and then you can do another sweep later if you feel like it, and get rid of things that you know they don't play with, even though they're saying that they do. But yeah, that, that's, <laughs> that's my advice on kids. Moving on, let's talk about the laundry room. So this is a workspace first and foremost. I think it's important to personalize every space in your home if you wish to do so. Some people like a completely minimal look and don't want to put anything on the walls, but I have seen some people put art or little signs or keep a meaningful decoration or two like a family photo or a figurine on their shelves, but ultimately this is a workspace first and foremost. So if it's taking up valuable shelf space that could be used to fold laundry on or hold your supplies, take a look and take a step back and see what is getting in the way on a daily basis. This would also be a good time to evaluate your supplies. Just like we did in the kitchen and bathroom, take a look at the detergents and the dryer sheets that you use, and if there's a scent that you don't like, or a brand that you don't use, or you have duplicate things that need to be used up, go ahead and do that. Set those things aside that you don't use and recycle them properly. Set aside the things that need to be used up and place those forward on the shelf so that you can use them soonest and get rid of that clutter. Sponsorships help make this podcast possible, so let's take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsors. And welcome back to the episode. Let's talk about spare closets and some of the things that are commonly stored in them. I've already mentioned linens, but typically holiday decorations, gifts that you have on hand to give to people, things like strollers, coats, even shoes, lots of miscellaneous things can be kept in spare closets and they can easily become catch-all spaces in our homes. I don't know how many times I've said, oh, just stick it in the closet. I have two of them and they've gotten filled up very, very quickly just because I've simply not had a proper space for these things and I want them out of my sight. This creates a problem because not only is it creating a catch-all area that's filled with clutter that we don't want to face, but also as people pursuing minimal, simpler lives, we don't need to use up every spare inch of storage space. For spaces in the home that are clutter magnets, I like to suggest being conscious about what you're putting in that space, and this can be done in two ways, both by being conscious as you put the things away, 
Like if I were to run across a stray Christmas decoration and I put it on the shelf instead of putting it in my Christmas decor box, that would create a task that I'd have to come back to later. So by taking those extra few seconds out of your day to put it back where it goes, that's cutting down on the clutter traps. And the second way is to be conscious of the placement of the closet in your home. I used to live in a house that had a front closet and a closet towards the back of the house. The front closet was right by the door, so that should be a space that I would have put my jackets, rain boots, umbrella, things that I would need as I was heading out the door to leave for the day. And things like gifts, keepsakes, and other objects should be placed in the closet towards the back of the house. Now let's move on to talking about the garage. This is probably the biggest hurdle of anybody I know to get over when they are decluttering. The garage holds so many different miscellaneous things. Tools, projects, bicycles, car cleaning supplies, keepsakes, and a lot of the things that I mentioned being kept in spare closets. So my first suggestion would be to consolidate everything that you're keeping. If you have your Christmas decor, I'm going to just go back to using that as the example. If you already have that stored in your spare closet, but you also have more in the garage, place everything together. Choose one area that you'd rather keep those items in. Go ahead and go through Sort things slowly. Don't overwhelm yourself. Take one or two storage boxes at a time and go through them throughout the week. It's going to take some time to clean your garage, but you can pare down your possessions. 